everybody, welcome to We View Yasha and other tales. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're going to talk about episode 31, Janenji, kind but sad. Kind yet sad. Yet sad. Mm -hmm. Poor Janenji. What do you think of Janenji? <laughs> He's ugly, so you hate him. I hate this whole episode. Oh, no. We're going to have a disagreement then, because I like this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, this so far, season uh, two, bottom three. Oh, one's on there. Oh, geez. I'll say I like this one a little bit more than the Sango two-parter. Huh. Interesting. Come at me, Internet. <laughs> I'll have to ask uh, Reddit. Well, maybe you know. Um, does Inuyasha have a widely regarded worst episode? Like your Spock's brain or your... Um, Oh, what's the Shades of Grey from Star Trek Next Gen? Let's say all of season five of The Wire. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is a joke. Uh, does it have a worst episode? Not that really is coming to mind. Heart Scar, maybe? Heart Scar. Heart? <laughs> Wind Scar? Wind Scar? What do you know about the Windscar? I don't know anything about the Windscar, except I did listen to a previous episode we recorded, and you asked if I noticed the weird things going at the end of Inuyasha's sword. And I went, oh, I guess we'll uh, talk about that later. And then completely forgot about it until I listened to the episode. Oh, yeah. But I know the phrase Windscar, because the Shippo episode, gets, or there's a Heartscar thing going on in a future episode. I, that sounds vaguely familiar. There's there's a point because Cartoon Network had like so many translated and they aired so many and then you get to a certain point which I think is the end of season two mm -hmm. and then they replay it and I think they must have done that like three times. Okay. And then we got new dubbed ones which I want to say I only watched dubbed maybe once before I got the subtitled DVD. I kind of remember them doing that with Dragon Ball Z as well. That uh, they went through all of the Frieza arc and then started all the way over. By the time they got to the end, they had new episodes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, so I'm super familiar with maybe seasons one and two. And then season three, I maybe only watched like twice. And then the sub when I started watching it subtitled, because I think I stopped about there watching it dubbed. Um, the whole rest of the way, I've only seen it through once. Oh, oh, this is going to get real interesting <laughs> for the podcast when we uh, get to so those episodes. Things are going to be a, a little new. Like I know kind of the gist of everything, but I can't remember it nearly as well as I can remember the beginning. Okay, well, maybe I'll ask Reddit about 
worst episode ever. Hashtag. Uh, there's like a principal in the popper. That's a Simpsons reference. Or um, the new guy, the shield. Or um, what you think of? Yeah. Season six. This is my personal opinion, but season six has some pretty iffy episodes. But the new guy is the one I somewhat despise. So four episodes in, Claudette at the end of episode three says, here's the new member of the strike team. His name is Hyatt. And then the fourth episode is Hyatt being brought into the strike team. Hmm. And it's the episode that ends with Vic Mackey clutching his chest and having a panic attack in a hospital because he couldn't save a kid. Oh, yeah, that does seem Yeah, it's the one where Corinne comes in and she has a dream about Lem. And uh, she said, Lem just wanted to cook these burgers in my dream. Yeah, I remember that. It was really stupid. Yeah. And baffling and weird and dumb. So if Inuyasha has an episode like that, write us in, listeners. <laughs> but uh, I don't think Jinenji, kind yet sad... No, let me do that again. Jinenji, kind yet filler episode, is not as bad. What's another show that has worst episode ever? Season four of Community. Well, I got that part. Did I get that part? You started watching probably around the time season four was airing. I didn't see season four. I don't think so. Well, okay. if you ever want to revisit that show, I have all of them. I don't feel like I did. Do you know that peppy girl Annie? Yes. Did you know she was in Madden? No, I'd heard about that, yeah. Well, she looks old in Mad Men. But I think she was in Mad Men before Community, and she looks so young in Community. Crazy. Yeah, the so young Durant, I guess. Hair. It's just the way they uh, cut her wearing her hair. I'm like, she looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her and David Mamet's daughter are in Mad Men. I've never seen a single scene. Is it one of those shows that's like, almost plotless and it's just like you're watching these characters embody the scene and they're not going to do a lot of things except interact with each yeah. other like not a lot happens i mean it's not like a, a oh my god what's gonna happen but it's just like you can stop watching hmm maybe i'll try it's it weird amc shows don't have a great running record with me you're... have you seen turn <laughs> washington heard... five I saw the part where uh, George Washington dreamed that his teeth were falling out. Okay. I think it was turn. Okay. Then no. (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) I didn't care for the little bit I saw of Hell on Wheels. I don't love Breaking Bad as much as other people do. And then you put on the shield, and it's like a shot of adrenaline every episode where Vic (laughs) Mackey has to shoot a homeless man in the face. Oh, put someone's on a burner. Yep. Season two, uh, Armadillo arc. Oh, I hated him. That episode is one of the best of season two, I'd say. They, it gets hard to compare later because there's some great episodes. Do you have a favorite episode of The Shield? Because right yeah. a lot of them blend together. Yeah, me. that's true. Mum is up there, the one where uh, Aceveda gets assaulted. By oh. The, and we feel the repercussions of that for many seasons to come. Yeah. The, the final episode, the final depressing... episode I don't like. Oh, Strays killed that cat. They were going to make Dutch a serial killer. They were kind of toying around. Yeah. Um, and people say the arc in season seven where he's going after the kid who's a serial killer, like a nascent, was originally going to be Dutch. 
but uh, they changed that at the last minute. I'm kind of glad they did. Him flirting with darkness was the furthest he went was killing that cat and didn't care for it. I don't... I don't know. That didn't make sense to me. Agreed. But never got... Well, he got his comeuppance. He got embarrassed that one time when he thought Tina was inviting him over for sex. (laughs) And then she was stone cold blasting Hyatt. And Hyatt thought he was a sex weirdo. (laughs) A little bit. That made me feel a tiny bit better. But I pretty much hated it. Every time anything bad happened to him, I'm like, huh. Season four, um, he and uh, Vic hate each other again. Uh, it couldn't go on forever though no although him hunting Vic in the final season is wonderful when they're like oh we're getting so close we're getting so close and then it's just ripped away from him as he gets immunity (sighs) he admits to everything let's talk about Jininji (laughs) kind yet filler episode so I remember (laughs) I can't believe you hate this episode let's let's just let's dive right in then shall we uh, Sango's still injured from the previous episode. Oh, that's right. And they still have... And I get this out of the way immediately that Mioga has heard of herbs in a nearby village. Yes. Where has Mioga been? This whole time? I assume he just travels and comes back and whenever. All of a sudden, we need to know something about something else, so let's bring in Mioga. I guess that's his only use, and, you know, the characters know that, too. That he, yeah, because they do kind of call him out. They really rip on him in this episode, and Shippo's the one to talk. At least Shippo's brave in battle, but he agrees that, yeah, Mioga can't do anything right. Did you love that uh, Shippo encouraged Inuyasha to go punch the demon in the face and take the herbs? Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. He said, yeah, Inuyasha should go kill him and take the herbs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> yeah, so that's their plan. They're going to go to that village, going to sneak in like little kittens, get the herb. The demon gives them trouble. They'll kill him. They're going to save their best friends. Someone's got to stay with Sango. Well, they can't leave Moroku, and then they leave Moroku there. <laughs> but don't worry, they also leave Shippo and Mioga there. Gotta, oh, go ahead. That was kind of great because at first you just see Miroku and even Sango, Miroku's just like, I'm scared to take care of you. And just her face, just stone cold looking at him like, uh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's a down where they didn't leave you here alone with him. <laughs> but I'm wondering because, as you pointed out a while ago, last time she was recovering, Miroku respected her boundaries and she's sick once again. So perhaps it is his plan to also respect her boundaries, but maybe get a little nice show going in because they're, I mean, we're all friends now, (laughs) not complete strangers. But the look on his face was either like, oh, I've been stopped again. Or it was like, gosh, everybody just assumes I'm a creepy weirdo. I wonder why. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was it. Just like (laughs) his reputation, even among his friends. What I liked about this episode is that it's a good old classic Inuyasha Kagome style adventure where they're by themselves. And she's riding on her bike, which I also feel like we haven't really gotten to see her do that in a while. Yeah, she's on a bike. It's in the background. (laughs) She's always I'm pretty sure she was on Inuyasha's back when they were running from there. I mean, Naraku's castle. Yeah, Naraku's castle. Well, she's always, it's always been in the background. It's like R2-D2. He's always had rocket rocket boots. Just doesn't use them on camera. 
Yeah, but Inuyasha's taking a little nap. Oh, yeah, I thought it, he was really cute. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell he looked sleepy the way his eyes were. And that was kind of cute. Yeah, and then she, okay, don't wake him up. And then somehow doesn't hear him fall on his head. And he let her get pretty far away before he's like, hey. <laughs> the next scene is that when he's just carrying the bike. Yeah. We get a quick flash of a woman being murdered in the woods. She's stopped by what sounds like a horse and what looks like red eyes. Yeah. And uh, carrying a bunch of herbs. Putting prejudice in our hearts as the viewers as herbs, red eyes, gotta be that demon. But, uh, spoiler alert, things are not as they seem. But yeah, Inuyasha is carrying the bike and they come across her funeral. Where it looks like her feet have been eaten as well. Because she has no feet. But we see later in the demon's cave uh, that there's bones everywhere. So maybe it's just her bones. It's hard to tell this, how her body was even discovered. And of course, Hey, what's that? What are you doing? What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Someone in need. We need help. She knows right away, though, that all these villagers are real dicks. And they show uh, Jinenji. Lindsay's favorite character because he looks like re- real hot. Weird, Love that top knot. Top knot hair <laughs> and an anteater face. Yeah, but even from far away, Jinenji doesn't look No, he's evil. huge. But Inuyasha's like, all right, I'm going to go slice him up. Everybody <laughs> stay here. While uh, Kagome thinks to herself. <laughs> There's a funny moment in the dub where he's, Inuyasha says he's going to go. And then she just goes, Okay. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, Surprisingly little sexual tension in this episode. There's a big push for like friendship is the answer to everything. Uh, They're getting closer together as they learn about each other, but I I didn't really get a whiff of romance in the the whole thing. Um, I do feel like uh, Kagome is reaching out again. Like she's kind of done keeping her distance. Yes. But it didn't have that whole. Yeah. I'm in a love triangle, but it was just kind of like, glad it's just us, glad we're reconnecting, glad you're sharing, opening up to me kind of thing. Agreed. As Inuyasha goes to kill the uh, Jinenji man, uh, Jinenji's uh, scared of him. And the, <laughs> the villagers come to help and throw rocks at him. He runs, Mom! And his human mother comes out. Says, hey, knock it off! <laughs> And she takes a giant log and hits Inuyasha on the head, who doesn't move and just looks baffled more than anything. (laughs) And the villagers run off. And uh, as the old woman realizes that they're not there uh, for the same reasons that the villagers are, she invites them in. Jinenji, he's just a a nice, old, weird half-demon. The mom recounts the story (laughs) of breaking her ankle on a mountainside. This real sexy boy coming along and being like, I got your ankle for you, girl. One thing leads to another. What was his true form, though? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, he came to me in the form of a human, but I knew he was a demon. They don't show that part. How weird he looks naked, but I'm guessing he probably looks like (laughs) Jinenji. Which, a moment of silence for her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's got to be real rough on her. But she seemed like those were fond memories. Oh, yeah, she's Kigo- all blushing at her. Yeah. And Kagome's like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> and Clueless Inuyasha is just like, ah. So free of charge, give her medicine. Oh, what a nice guy. 
And I think she noticed, is this when she notices all the scars on yep. his arms and legs? Yep. So, I know, this is a big anti-bullying episode. Mm-hmm. So you're pro-bullying if you don't like it. Uh, yeah, uh, so they get the herbs, and so all's well that ends well. Uh, we got it in under a half hour this time. Let's just go back. We should probably go back soon because uh, Kilala might be dead by now. Right? <laughs> oh, no, wait. Kagome wants to help some more. We can't really leave him all alone to go. Those villagers will come back. Yep. And Inuyasha, of course, says, well, he's not the guy who's really telling people. Yeah. She goes, what do you mean? And then they see those villagers gathering all the weapons because they're going to go lynch the hell out of them. They're sick of this. And so Kagome goes, let's wait for a sec. You didn't like this scene where she's like, I'm going to go back to the farm. I'm going to stay there with them and make sure everything's all right. You go find the demon that's doing this. You hear that, villagers? Don't hurt me, or Inuyasha's going to wreak such havoc on your village and kill everyone. That, I did love that. That was like a Thunder Brothers callback. Yeah. And he was like, I am? <laughs> yeah, we'll cut you off. You better? Like, okay, <laughs> God, yeah, I'll do it. I, yeah, I did like that part about it. That made me smile. So as he's on the trail, he can smell the demon. He's going through the woods. And he did notice when he first met Jinenji uh, that he had no human blood scent. Oh, so right, right, right. I forgot to mention that. So now he's just following the trail of what I'm guessing is a mixture of the blood and whatever demon has been doing this. And uh, Kagome goes back to uh, friend zone Jinenji. This is okay with it. Uh, yeah. Because he just likes uh, being around a nice lady. All of us can relate, I'm sure. <laughs> well, at first, like, she goes to help him pick weeds. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just pull the leaves out like this, right? Yep. Uh, they have a um, Beauty and the Beast uh, Broadway show style uh, thing. Have you listened to that music? They have a really ridiculous song where Beauty teaches the Beast how to read. Oh. And Belle uh, reading some sort of romance book. And he's like, what happens next? In his stupid Beast voice. And I heard a bit of that. Was, Is he dumb? Is he... Surely he knew how to read when he was a prince. Right? Yeah. He would have had his little princely training. Yeah, he could have been like, you know, a little brat about it. But... Right. I mean, they're well-educated princes. They, they have yeah. nothing else to do Whether but read. Whether they like and... it or not, I mean, it's usually a pretty big... Peasants don't know how to read because they're too busy working and bare-knuckle boxing. But yeah, they had a moment like that from uh, Beauty and the Beast when... Is this what happiness is like as they watch a sunset yeah yeah bring kikio along see how well she treats jinenji she just ignore him and keep walking probably with all probably her souls <laughs> jeez bring the room down kikio just haven't seen her in a while i miss her oh, wow yeah i did see the episode title the next one <laughs> It's the problem with these great episode titles that are a little too descriptive. So we know Jinenji is not uh, evil. So uh, we just have to wait for them to find that out themselves. And uh, we cut to Inuyasha, who the trailer... <laughs> yeah. So as fists solving everything, he just punches <laughs> through the ground. But it's good because these are larval-based demons. He finds a pile of bones and some hatched eggs and realizes that the mom or 
whomever, probably a hermaphroditic demon, because most of them are. Okay, there's obviously this clutch of broken eggs. And Inuyasha staring at it like, hmm. And then he like dips his finger in the goop. He sure does. And then he goes, these are eggs. <laughs> and they patched. Is this kind of, you didn't get that, you know, right right away? He's like an old detective <laughs> where he sees like a puddle and he has to reach down, stick his finger in it and taste it and go, it's blood. <laughs> Inuyasha realizes that Kagome's in danger. Turns out she's been in danger this whole time because the villagers are there to... Oh, yeah, they didn't listen at all. An angry mob not <laughs> listening. Hmm. And they arrive at the, the farmhouse, and Jinenji is cowardly and scared. Cause old, in the house. His old mother goes out to protect him. She gets hit in the head with a rock. I know! Right in the... Like, they're throwing shit, and she comes out there. They don't even stop throwing. Nope. They hit her right in the forehead. She's got blood trickling down her face, and then Kagome runs out, and I'm like, oh! She's still got some good years ahead of her. Well, that's the old lady, but no, no. And then, you know, then five seconds later, kill them all! What don't you like about this episode? I'm not really sure. <laughs> the demon does arrive with that larva and start and eats uh, poor, oh, I wrote his name, Tago! Tago's eaten! <laughs> Beloved Tago! And Kagame's like, close up. Yeah, she's. Uh, I'm gonna let. <laughs> eat some crow a little bit. Eat some crow along with your side of cocoa. Oh, <laughs> he probably had a family and everything. There were women in that village who were just watching, being like, "What's going on? Where are you guys going?" I'm not sure what this character is I've created. Then <laughs> the demon is then shot by an arrow. Well, okay, doesn't Kagame run back inside to get her bow and arrow? Yeah. And then Jinenji's like all cowering and she says, run, run. Yeah, they do throw the torches on the hut too. Yeah, uh, so they have That's what's great about this episode. He's learning to be brave. I was, I was saving this for like our, our episode wrap, but since you brought it up. All right, I'll drop a beat. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel Jinenji is just kind of there to show you... How fortunate Inuyasha is, <laughs> because Jinenji can't really. I mean, I know Inuyasha himself. Oh, when he like opens up to Kagome, which I can't remember if that happened after this. Or did it happen after this? Yeah. Okay. You know about how you know he was bullied too, but he's much more fortunate with Jinenji. Jinenji can't blend in anywhere. Yeah, but I mean, looks aren't everything. Maybe they are to you, but... <laughs> I just, I don't know, I just feel like they were just trying to show a contrast. They were. half-demons, like, this poor guy, you know, and Inuyasha's just like, hey, when you're a half-demon, you gotta be strong, and then he's just very unfortunate, like, half-demon, you know, through Inuyasha well. Yeah, but a lot of adventures they have are gonna reflect on them. A lot of these are gonna be excuses for them to become closer as people you know i don't think that's a reason to dislike the episode um perhaps it's a little more heavy-handed than <laughs> than previous episodes have been because it is literally another demon with a similar past because it happens except Kuala dies off screen 
<laughs> now, don't you remember that scene? When we cut to uh, uh, Sango and Kilala, um, they're, uh, uh, Mioga and Shippo are both tied up, and <laughs> Moroku is watching Sango take a bath. <laughs> And Kilala is dead because <laughs> poison's not really time sensitive like, or anything, right? For the love of God, I'm dying. <laughs> no, they gotta help a poor bullied boy. He could be their new team member. This is what I like about it because it's this scene that um, Kagome's in trouble. Inuyasha can't get to her in time because he's killing all the larvae. After she shoots that arrow, she gets knocked. Oh, with not... his little iron sword, he's not yeah. even pulling out the sword No, could have killed all of them with that sword. Yeah. Right? Moroku would have been really useful in this because wind tunnel. Oh wait, that's not repaired yet, is it? Um, he has. I don't think he's used it yet. So after Kagome is hurt, uh, Jinenji, an ultimate friend zone move, uh, sacrifices his own life, <laughs> puts himself in danger to punch a demon through a mouth. <laughs> See, that was so awesome. He punched right through that demon's mouth. And it didn't really strengthen the demon all that much. <laughs> no, it just starts to wrap him up. Like, my mouth is full, but I'll strengthen you with my tail. And then uh, Inuyasha relates to Jinenji so much that he's just like, come on, show him what you're made of. Well, I thought he was going to help him. And then it was the mom who says, no, he's Jinenji's kinda... got to do this on his own. It was, yes. Um, and then he, uh, he kills him good. Inuyasha's like, yeah, that's how these idiots have to learn. But then, of course, uh, kindness prevails because he gives them the herbs. Inuyasha's disappointed that, uh, darn it. And as they say goodbye, uh, Kagome waves uh, goodbye to Jinenji, never to see him again. So he'll constantly pine for her for the rest of his life. Oh, unless he comes back later. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> One character I did not expect to ever see again. I think it's minor, but this is the last. Oh. oh, interesting. I think this is the last time someone's going to be poisoned and need an antidote. He's their poison contact? Oh. Oh, that's great. No, I like that. They need an alchemist in their crew. I thought it would be Moroku, that he just knows herbs because he's a monk and he can do different healing things. He's allowed to be a botanist as well. Don't look at me. Well, yeah, I guess he never cooks. He has villages cook for him. But he can... I've never seen him do anything like to heal. Well, I mean, unless you count... <laughs> that dick. <laughs> Point being, as they leave, the villagers come to help farm. So everybody's best friends by the well, end. Well, they came to help you build their house. Well, that too, but he's, they had farming equipment. I thought it was house building equipment. <laughs> no! <a> <laughs> One was a hoe. And I ain't talking a village hoe. Like only one? <laughs> Zing. <laughs> yeah. No, they're going to help farm too. And there's that shot of him pointing at the correct herb to plant or whatever. They solved this all on their own. And it was great. And I like that Jinenji can't just let Inuyasha take care of all of his problems. That he has to become brave himself. Like Shippo, who also learned bravery in his two-part introduction. Uh, fine, but as they walk off, you know, Kagome is like, eh, I know a little bit more about your past now. You were bullied. Uh, no, I wasn't. Well, I, I didn't belong to either world. I am a demon, yet I am not. And they look at a sunset together, and it's like, ah, oh, they're friends again. Until uh, Kikyo comes in the next episode and ruins everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> not that I know she's going to do that. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be great friends. <laughs> 
I'm sure she's going to join their crew and be a spiritual guide. I have no hatred for Kikyo. She uh, did try to drag Inuyasha down to hell. Let's not forget that. For love. <laughs> Let's not forget that. I'm sure Edward Kemper loved his mom before he cut off her head. Uh, anything else to say about this episode? I'm only mildly excited for the next couple. Even though your your girls in the next couple. It's not, not in the best light. It's going to prove you wrong in a lot of stuff. You're, you're my... <laughs> you might have a few things to say about her behavior. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm going to have a hard time defending it for a very long time. Lindsay, my religion is the truth. <laughs> so I'm going to just I just speak what I see, the evidence the show gives me. And she, so far, seems to only be vengeful and, uh, <laughs> like, you would have, it's like, all right, give me those herbs, bye. <laughs> my friend's in trouble. Yes, I would have been like, sorry, my friend's been poisoned. After we heal, our demon cat will come back and help you. Our de- yeah, could have yeah. flown there pretty quickly. Exactly. By nightfall. Oh, um, yeah. That's what I thought she'd win. Kagome said, I'm going back to the village. I thought she was taking the herbs back to Sango. But then he's like, no, no, or going back to the farm, whatever. Either way, she went back and hung out with Jinenji for a bit. If it was really urgent, she would have made it her business to get back to Kilala and make sure that Sango's purity is saved from Moroku. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't like Kilala was a pain or anything, right? Filled up in a ball and speaking, yeah. <laughs> you hate Dutch. You hate energy. He's indirectly killing a cat. Kind yet sad Jinenji, uh realizes that he's been friend zoned yet again. Although in your case, I think you've enemy zoned him. <laughs> this episode was better than the latter demon episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll take it. It's not the worst demon episode. And I'll I'll consider keeping it better than the. Sango arc. What were you saying before I interrupted you about season two just being kind of... I don't remember. <laughs> no, well, forget it. <laughs> That's <then>. a minute. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for listening to us. Uh, as, uh, uh, I'm Sean. Uh, defensive uh, yet hopeful. Sorry. I'm Lindsay. True and cynical.